Hello and welcome to the table where everyone is invited to take a seat. I'm your co-hostess with the mostess, Erin. Hey, and I'm your favorite hostess with the mostess, Isaac. Hey. Isaac what was that? Yes. Look at us coming up oh with my new God, stuff. I lived for that moment. <laughs> what? I lived. Did it. That was perfect. Oh my gosh. My job is to tell y'all about the segments now because I did not introduce the track. Hey! Okay, so if you're new to the Table Podcast, we have a few segments because we like to eat. So the appetizer is an icebreaker about whatever we feel like talking about at the moment. And then dinner is served is the topic of the day. We get a little bit heavy because you know how like dinner is supposed to like be mm-hmm. a little hearty mm-hmm. so you can like, like get nice through stew. some moment. Yeah, come on, a hearty Ooh. stew. I'm into a stew. And then just desserts is where we wrap up the topic conversation and we have some announcements. That's how it works. I'm into yeah. it. Yes. Yeah, so let's get started with appetizers. What questions you got for me? What's the appetizer? All right. So new year, new whatever. So, right. So we got to start off with the typical what are your new year resolutions? Okay. So, I'm going to give you three New Year's resolutions. Fantastic. Um, because I have tons, because I don't know how to choose one. That's just my, like, low, low suit. But... Why make a choice? Right. Like, ugh. Um, So, my first New Year's resolution is to exercise more. Okay. I don't know. It's, like, kind of weird because, like of everything that happened last semester. Like, mm-hmm. exercising was, like, my coping mechanism, and then I couldn't do it for a little while, and I was like, let me get back into coping. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so I planned out that I would exercise more. And then on top of exercising more, I decided that I was going to read more. Um, reading has been a coping mechanism of mine that I have silenced and like thrown away Mm -hmm. because I didn't have time to read because I thought I had to read material that I had to do for class but like free reading is a lifesaver I don't know if anybody knows that but like for the people who need to free read like it gets you through the day so most of the stuff I'm reading now are like comic books because they're light and I can read them really quickly um but yeah and then my third one has to be to spend more time with my family. I like did a piss poor job last year because I felt like after I came out, like they wouldn't love me anymore. And that was me projecting and me being like high key problematic in a way because I didn't give my family the space to like fully accept me. I just said that they weren't going to. And now that I've kind of moved past that and grown past that, um, I really want to focus in more on them. But yeah, what are your New Year's resolutions? I have to go a little bit typical. I think um, one of my resolutions, and it's been a resolution on and off, but I'm kind of getting older and getting a little bit fed up with it. I have to lose weight. Mm -hmm. It's a done deal. Okay. I I got to. So that's a goal for this year. I'm into it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, I think another one of my goals is to... um, update my wardrobe okay girl when we going shopping because you know know. i'm here for a good shopping trip i'll let you know might be soon i got time now let these people know yeah i i just uh 
I still dress a bit like a juvenile, and some of my shirts are getting a little faded. Like, wait, I'm like, I don't know if Sarah will like ever hear this, but like, that's also like something we've discussed. But that's not the point. <laughs> like, I don't know why that's a thread in my friends, but like, Office. it's like, oh, I want to update my like wardrobe because I feel like I dress like, like a toddler, and I'm like, no, I dress like a toddler. I just make it fashion. Yeah, I was like, you just like a well-dressed toddler. I like, do my best. The one whose parents aren't like, here's some overalls and a Pooh Bear on a shirt. And <laughs> I literally could wear overalls with Pooh Bear on my shirt <laughs> and be like, bet, take a photo of me, I'm sickening. Yeah. And nobody could tell me different. It's That's true. what I'm saying. Just dress like a toddler, but make it fashion. You're right. You're right. Uh, I think my third resolution... Um, I'll be it. Most of my resolutions are only going to get me to like June because my third one is like graduate. <laughs> uh, you know, take it in segments. I yeah, think that's important. Yeah. And but I think those are also the three just kind of the biggest things I want to do this year. I want to get done, mm-hmm. be done with school. Um, I want to lose weight and I want to dress like an adult me. I like that. Yeah. I love it. No, like, I'm I really mean, into it. I found a shirt from my undergrad. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is, it's been a little while since I graduated. Wait. So. Okay, let's, like, I'm just going to, like, embarrass myself real quick. Because people always compliment me on stuff I'm wearing, right? Mm-hmm. This, like, black, like, shirt that everybody's, not black, but, like, the, plaid, yeah. black shirt. I've had this shirt since I was a freshman in high school. And y'all stay. Isaac, you look so good. This is like, okay, you're making that work. Y'all, when I tell you if I have to buy something that costs more than $10, I'm pressed. So I keep all of my old clothes. That's fair. And just recycle it. I was just really fashionable in high school. The shirt that I found, though, is this faded red like graphic tee that has a Dr. Seuss hat on the front that says keep calm and read on now <gasps> i love the shirt don't get me wrong if i can find a newer one i will buy it oh in a gosh. heartbeat it's just faded and almost gray it was red at first <laughs> you <laughs> so know just... leading up to this episode i think i'm just gonna post a whole bunch of throwback pictures <sighs> and then people are gonna be shook <laughs> i'm like see what this means when you listen to this episode. <laughs> and they're going to be like, why is this photo of Isaac when he was in high school? I used to have, like, all of this Elmo, war- Elmo wardrobe, like, where you could get those Elmo t-shirts from yeah. Hot Topic that would have Elmo and, like, this cool, like... Yeah. I had so many of those shirts. I have no idea where they're at. Honestly, they're I love that sweater of yours where everyone was like, oh, that's such a great sweater. It's so nice. And you're like, it was my grandpa's. <laughs> I live from my grandpa's basement. It's, There's so many clothes down there. Yeah, and they're nice. They're so nice. Good quality. Yeah. Your like grandpa's a JP, sharp dresser. JP, ooh, JC Penney's 1970s like, edition is where all my sweaters are from. That's legit. And people are just shook about it. But I don't think this is what we're supposed to be talking about. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> What is your plan to complete one of these goals in the new year? Well, I uh, I would 
if you don't have one like, it's i mean i do too. like graduating is just going to be showing up to class and finishing my internship fair um getting a new wardrobe is literally just it's going to be budgeting it's going to be finding the time to go shopping mm-hmm. it's going to be um going in with a plan you called me nerdy chic once and i f- fucking ran with it and so like that's kind of like where i'm gonna be in 2018 is i'm just gonna rock the nerdy kind of punk chic um what did aesthetic. i say this oh god it, it was whenever i got that magikarp tote bag girl yeah. i live for that tote bag it's a fucking majestic bag i love that bag it's it's such a good bag yeah Nerdy but, chic. I remember this moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I bet I've, I've run with that since. And I'm just, I'm going to fully lean into it. Okay. Just kind of. Embrace that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. We've talked about professionalism a lot. And I think it's what you, like how you stand more so than what you wear. Yeah. But. You can wear whatever you want to. But as long as you're serving it correctly, people won't say shit to you. That's true. I was wearing a band tee once and I had people treating me like an authority figure. And I was like, oh. Right. (laughs) Like, there's some stuff I put on, and I'm like, anybody else could wear this and look 10 times better than me. But the Mm -hmm. moment I walk out of that dressing room, I'm like, hey, do you guys like this? And I'm like, in this whole professional pose, like, I thought I was like a runway model. They're like, Isaac, that looks so good. I'm like, oh, thanks. And I'm like, I'm going to go buy it. Like, I got a compliment. It's being bought. Yeah. Somebody made me feel good about it. Oh, my gosh. Um, For me, I have intensive like (laughs) prepped goals on how to complete them but we're gonna talk about that later because that might be what we're talking about for dinner yes but it's gonna be tasty a little (laughs) yummy yum 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 and well seasoned and well seasoned because look we're gonna throw away not seasoning chicken in 2017 yes and if we try and bring it back I'll curb stomp you in some tams. <laughs> like, this is not a game. This is not a joke from anybody anymore. No. We're seasoning chicken in 2018. At least with salt. At least. At the bare minimum. Salt. With some salt. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. And we're back for Dinner is Served. So, today we're going to be talking about SMART goals. Aaron, do you know what SMART goals are? Yeah, I've been introduced with them for work because yeah. it's it's part of a um, clinically we mm-hmm. use it a lot to kind of establish long term goals with right. clients. They have to be specific, measurable uh-huh. times, you know, all those yeah. good things. So today um, we're going to be talking about smart goals, which Aaron mentioned S and the M and the T. Mm-hmm. The A is for attainable Mm -hmm. and the r is for um realistic yeah realistic somebody else gave me yeah realistic or relevant Mm -hmm. which i think is like super dope but um i like i said in the last episode i like to cite things Mm -hmm. so um goal theory was actually created in the 1960s by edwin locke Um, In his 1968 article, Toward a Theory of Task, Motivation, and Incentives, he stated that employees were motivated by clear goals and appropriate feedback. Locke went on to say that working toward a goal provided a major source of motivation to actually reach the goal, which in turn improved performance. 
Locke's research showed that there was a relationship between how difficult and specific a goal was and people's performance of a task. He found that specific and difficult goals led to better task performance than vague or easy goals. Telling someone to try hard or do your best is less effective than try to make more than 80% correct or concentrate on beating your best time. Likewise, having a goal that's too easy is not a motivating force. Hard goals are more motivating than easy goals because it's much more of an accomplishment to achieve something that you have to work for. So, with that, he gave us five principles of goal setting. So, Erin, what are those five goals? Because I'm tired of talking. <laughs> I sound like a fucking robot, and I hate it. <laughs> Welcome to research and education. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, the principles of goal setting um, kind of include a lot about motivation. So, goals must have clarity, mm-hmm. challenge, okay. commitment, feedback, and task complexity. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of ties into the fact that humans need that kind of challenge and feedback. Yeah. And I know those were specific principles, but uh, I know we all have been at work and have just done one redundant task. <laughs> and we're like, oh, God, please I make it end. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> but people have certainly changed it from SIFT, C-C-F-T, <laughs> to SMART, which is, a, you know, communicates a little bit more a little easier to say i love myself a good acronym yeah because who who doesn't want to gold Um, (laughs) oh my gosh uh, just to reiterate that the smart goals are specific measurable attainable relevant or realistic and time bound and um i think those are really important concepts to remember about yourself mm-hmm. and to remember about anybody you might be working with. Right. I think this, the specific part is lost a lot um, for a lot of people. Uh, certainly, I mean, as we talked about in our resolutions, mm-hmm. I say you and I have different goals. Very different goals. Yeah, and I can't apply what you're, you know, wanting to do to read more to, you know, updating my wardrobe. They're right. a little different. <laughs> like, I, I can read you on your wardrobe. Mm, but does it count? I don't think that helps anyone. Maybe if you read me and then write like a five-page essay. <laughs> read you, wrote you. Ah. That's also on iTunes. It's by RuPaul. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, there's a remix with, let me stop. I <laughs> literally was about to go down a rabbit hole and I was ready to like head first dive. Mm-hmm. It was about to be a good time. Um, <laughs> but you want to do a couple of your goals through the smart thing? Sure. To like make it more measurable. I mean, we can do mine too. I just yeah. Do I want to do that? Yeah, let's do then that. Because I might start crying. I don't know why. Well, <laughs> I think our last episode was a little heavy, and this one's certainly more educational. So I'm yes. gonna do an easy example of that. We'll okay. just we'll just stick with the um, we'll stick more so with the updating wardrobe versus like losing weight. Okay, let's um, do that. So updating wardrobe. That's my specific goal. Mm-hmm. My wardrobe is old, and I'm needing a new one so to clarify your specificity Mm -hmm. um is it your complete wardrobe is it pants shoes socks hats shirts blouses dresses i need to update pants and shirts okay another kind of just like office wear Mm -hmm. and going out I love it. Okay. Um, I specifically want to take anything that's older than two or three years and okay. replace it. Dope. Um, and, and expand because I don't have a lot of stuff in my closet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's 
Uh, so I wear a lot of repeat shirts. And if anybody points it out, I'm going to just remind you that laundry happens. Yes, laundry's a um, real thing. So the measurable bit is, you know, taking those clothes and replacing them with new ones yep. and kind of expanding. I mean, it's a little hard to measure yeah. um, simply because that's an actual number. But mm-hmm. uh, let's say I'm going to replace... 40% of my wardrobe. Right. And maybe expand it by 20%. Okay. Um, and wait, that's towards the bottom. I literally always jump mm-hmm. from like measurable mm-hmm. straight down to time bound. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, in what time frame will you have this completed? And I'm like, why am I like this? Well, they're all really relatable. Yeah. Um, for example, with attainable, I could say, I'm going to do this in two weeks. But is that is really that at all realistic no. or even time like a good time bound? They overlap. Yeah. Um, like I don't, I don't have a lot of times to time measuring two weeks out or trying to like get this done in two weeks. That's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure. That's money that I'm gonna have to come up with um, mm-hmm. to do all of that because clothes ain't cheap. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to rearrange a lot of my schedule to do that. Right. Um, so I think important part of measurable um, that sometimes I forget about, and mm-hmm. I think like I did forget about just now, is that like when you're doing measurable, you have to have check-ins. Mm-hmm. To make sure that you can reevaluate it, which kind of goes to like the realistic and relevant portion. But yeah. like you have to constantly be like, OK, so after this week, I bought a pair of pants. These pants are not going to last me for more than six months. Right. So now I need to be like, let me buy pants that are heavy duty or like yeah. stuff like that, where like the measurable bit can be changed as well mm-hmm. as the rest of the SMART acronym. Yeah. Um. So one of the things we learned about in class a little mm-hmm. bit was kind of um, we talked a bit about outcomes. Right. And we did that in at least two of our classes. We talked about it in our finance class a lot. Um, I mean, it was it was that budget class. <laughs> like, <laughs> the budget class, a lot of stuff got kind of lost in the jumble. But I thought it was really informative and in how you, money is a way to look at right. the um, effectiveness of your program and mm-hmm. sure that sounded kind of jargony and I'm sorry guys, but um, this is our background social work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is what we learn about literally every day. Yeah, but it's that kind of constant check-in and even now um, at my internship, kind of reviewing their outcomes and their program measurements, we're looking at like, are we even meeting what we need to meet? Are mm-hmm. we even um, making an impact? And so, yeah, you have to be able to do the check-in, right? Um, which is not addressed in SMART, but it's, it's important. It's yeah. like the hugest component of SMART. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, yes. Um, I think it is int- attainable to mm-hmm. uh, um, update my wardrobe. Right. And this kind of ties in the tie. I want to do this by the time I'm looking for new jobs, which will be closer to maybe August. Mm-hmm. So I want to have an updated wardrobe in eight months, which okay, I think awesome. is pretty yeah. doable. No, that's It'd be way a lot. doable. Yeah. And again, it kind of goes to, can I do this in two weeks? <laughs> and then, no. you know, kind of <laughs> looking at the merit of that. Um, and it is relevant because my clothes are getting older and mm. faded and worn. And I have pants with the thigh holes in them. And I've got shirts that are not the color that I bought them. And um, I've changed a bit from maybe when I bought one sarcastic shirt and uh, <laughs> then I have other clothes I've never worn. So like right. it's, it's time to maybe move on from some of those. So. I'm going to center something that has nothing to do with the topic. But can we talk about thigh holes for like a second and just the way that pants wear? <sighs> I feel like pants makers are out to get people. It's a personal attack. 
I <laughs> literally, I don't know. Because, okay, here's my thing. I like form-fitting pants. Mm-hmm. Specifically, because if I run in baggy pants, I can trip up on them. So yeah. if I'm being chased by an animal or the police or a dangerous person, they could kill me if I have on baggy pants. Yeah. So my like reasoning is very important. Yeah. So I wear tight jeans. But here's the thing. If they're too tight, I can't move in them. Mm-hmm. So usually I get stretchable tight jeans. I love Except they're not stretchable in the correct places, a.k.a. my thighs. Mm -hmm. So my thighs are big because I've ran track for a really long time. I'm really good at squatting. My thighs are just big. Right. Okay. (laughs) So, like, but we're there. We're at the same place. And so, like, sometimes my pants just rip. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's like I'm living my best life. Like, I might be at a party. Specifically, they rip a lot when I'm drunk. But that also might be because I try and depth drop in them, and they just not that stretchable. Be be honest. Be you. Be authentic. I'm just really upset on why pants makers are really just trying to come after the thick-thighed people. If if somebody out there has pants that, like, fit comfortably, and you don't get any chub rub, and you're doing a fantastic job in them, like... Power to you, but talking to like my athletic sister, yeah. talking to my partner, Look. and how like their pants have to be massive in the thighs, but like baggy in the waist. Um, and I, you know, I don't have a runner's butt, but like, I, it's a tragic, thing. yeah, it's um, it's magical, also tragic, yeah. Like when my pants sag everywhere except around my thighs, it's very sad, yeah. But that's the thing. I feel like pants aren't even made for like the human body. They're made for specific human bodies that not Yeah, and that's has. not like Barbie. Like and I know the about power to those models though. They got good jeans. They do or have at least good jeans. They have what we think is good jeans. I guess. Because beauty is a social construct. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> anyway, back to smart goals. Okay, let's do one of mine. <laughs> um, let's do my reading goal. Oh, my gosh. So it's very specific. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to read at least one book a week. Damn. Yeah. Okay, define book. Book can be any kind of literature. So comic book. um, Okay. Novels, specifically young adult, because I mess with those heavy. Oh, yeah. Um, They can be self-help books. Anything that I can realistically. So you're looking like from 10 to 700 pages. Exactly. So I have a range, and it gives me like the choice of like how much time do I have during this week to read this kind of book so Mm -hmm. I have to constantly check in with myself Mm -hmm. and make a schedule within that week which is like more time bound and I'll get to that eventually Mm -hmm. but like because of how specific it is I can tailor it to my schedule and make it more realistic and relevant to what's going on at that moment I literally touched on every single one of them really really quickly so let's go to measurable yeah (laughs) one (laughs) (laughs) right um so measurable, I told myself that it was going to be one every week because I thought it would be really cool to have 52 things done in a week. Not in 52 a year. things in a year. Wow. Am I sleepy? Maybe. I might be coming down from my caffeine high. Anyway, not the point. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like making it measurable is, like, key for me. So if I can finish one in a week, I can have 52 books read in a year mm-hmm. and like that's just an accomplishment in itself like, yeah i 
like, I got this idea from my aunt. So she decided that she was going to read, like, this many books in a year. And she was like, I'm going to do 50. And I was like, auntie, like, break that down by a week. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's, like, one. Like, she didn't even have to, like, think about it, like, to make it measurable for herself. And it kind of pissed me off because I really sat down for a second and was like, dang, how many do I have to do to get to 52 in a year? And I just sat there for two minutes. I was like, oh one a week like I was so broken and so (laughs) and my aunt was just like yeah next year I'm gonna do like 72 and I was like how much does that mean she's like oh I have to finish one by Thursday and then I have to start the next one and have that done by Sunday I'm like girl what anyway my aunt's awesome Um, shout out to her yes she's the best then attainable I think it's attainable like I mean it's it seems a little lofty. I'm gonna this have to This is check. where those check-ins come in. Because yeah. after a little while, you gotta be like, have I finished one? Right. Um, and how easy is it for me? Definitely with school starting. Yeah, that's what I'm super worried about. Once we start school, I know I'm not gonna have as much time to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that I'm like really critiquing myself yeah. on. Um, but like really now I'm at the front end of it and I've read like four comic books this week oh, and yeah. it is literally Wednesday. Rollover books. Rollover books. <laughs> Just in case. You gotta get make, get that yeah. stocked up and then like go for it. But yeah, I'm trying to finish this really good book. Um, it's called Burning... Is it Burning Sands? No, it's not. That's a movie on Netflix. Burning... You know, I'm gonna just put it in the bottom of the description, but it's a book about Tulsa. It's about the Tulsa race riot. Is that the one... I've talked about mm. it before, but I can't remember the name of the book. We talked about it, and I don't know if we figured out we read the same book or not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the storyline so far is, like, there's this biracial girl Uh whose father and mother both are directly descendants of people who lived during the Tulsa race riot. Mm -hmm. And it's also following, I'm assuming, her grandfather or great-grandfather or the dead body that they found in the back shed. I'm not really sure. Because their back shed was a slave, slave quarter at some point. And they like reinvent, like revamped it and like renovated it. Wow. And then that led me to this question that I had in the back of my head: If any person lives in a really fancy house and has never questioned that their back house was a slaves' quarter, I'm not coming to your house. I can't actually trust you. It's fair. Yeah. But anyway, this book has like given me some good epiphanies. Um, I think we did determine that that was not the book that I read okay. about it. But we can take that offline unless yes. people have questions. Unless people have questions, then we can talk about that on the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Shamelessly plugging. Uh-huh. Give me money because I am poor. <laughs> Help me, I am poor. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> why am I like this? Um, is it realistic and relevant? I think it is relevant because I need self-care things. Mm-hmm. And self-care for me is just making my life less shitty than it actually is rather than making it happy. Yeah. So this makes things less shitty. So therefore, it's relevant. Is it realistic? Still working on that. But I will get there eventually. And time-bound, um, this once-a-week um, thing, I think is pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty good yeah. rate. Do we want to do one more of each? Are we good? I think I'm good. But if anybody has questions about SMART goals or wants more information, I mean, reach out. Definitely. We'll have the social medias. 
Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I can definitely send out the goal theory articles um, that I had to study to get to this point mm-hmm. the way we could talk about this. It's like a really simple concept. Mm-hmm. And then it's something that I was like, I just learned about this. Like if I would have had this like smart goal theory down or like smart goal theory, it's called goal theory. And mm-hmm. then there's a smart acronym. But like if I had goal theory when I was in like high school or like undergrad, my life would be a lot different. Yeah. But, like, I'm happy I'm finding it now at the point that I'm at because it's really, really important. And it works with mm-hmm. my clientele, mm-hmm. especially being a social worker. It's very relevant that we know this information and can do this with other people. Yeah. Um, I really like the SMART acronym because a lot of those pieces do get lost. And we, we think we address it. And then you actually sit down and ask the question, is it reasonable? Yeah. Is it realistic? Is it even attainable? And right. trying to figure out the answers for that. I mean, it sounds lost like updating my wardrobe by August but then there are so many barriers to it that I have to be cognizant of and either come up with alternative plans or change my timeline right and I don't think that that's something that's like elitist to ask for especially if you're like working with somebody and you're like I don't know what I'm supposed to do next I'm like well here's some ideas Mm-hmm. And they're all reasonable for that, like, clientele or where you're at or the identity that you hold. Yeah. And, like, if there's barriers, we can discuss them and we mm-hmm. can discuss how to overcome them. And that's, like, a very empowering moment. And remembering those principles is also relevant. I know um, in my experience working with teens mm-hmm. with uh, mental and behavioral health concerns and working with adults with disabilities, mm-hmm. a lot of that, the complexity, the challenge, um, and a lot of the other principles, it gets lost. And I, I, I say that a lot about that, but it really kind of comes down to, um, you know, clients not knowing what their full potential is and yeah. even the um, social worker or the provider not wanting to give them more credit. We, we kind of tie in a lot of uh, beliefs about someone's diagnosis or mm-hmm. background and presume that, they can't be more than that. And they are more than that. Yes, they like, are. Like everything they've done to get them to where they are has been successful because they're still alive. Right. It might not be working anymore, but it worked. It and worked to keep you alive for that moment. Yeah. And I can't, I can't condescend. I can't be like super nasty and petty and be like, oh, so you were able to couch surf and you got fed in various ways and you were able to keep yourself alive i don't uh, think you can fill out uh, a food stamp application on right your own. like no possible way that you can do that yeah and it's just like <laughs> except you sustained in a society that like was not built to help you sustain in right so i mean you're there are not a lot of, of reading a book yeah i don't i don't really think you're gonna be able to graduate right like um, you missed a lot because you know, you you were homeless. But you know, you're not you're not gonna yeah. walk across this stage. Yeah, but this is anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we really went there and it's fine. You, um, you can't forget the principles and you can't forget smart if you wanna succeed for yourself and help those around you or assist those around you. Right. And definitely if you have any other ideas or any other acronyms that like you think we should go mm-hmm. over or talk about, definitely send us an email or contact us from through social media and let's start a discussion and like see which ones work best, which ones work best for certain identities, yeah. which ones work best at certain life stages. Like I would really love to have that conversation and that can be done anywhere, anytime. 
anything. And I think I want to add a new segment. Okay. I want to call it Leftovers, mm. where we have comments and things that people talked about and bring them to the table the next episode. That could be on your Patreon, too. Look! Girl, I have good ideas. You got great I promise. Ideas. I am like a curating god at this moment. Now, wait until I get sleepy. Oh. Wait until I'm tired. It's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. You're going to have a team behind you. It's gonna I be great. love it. I just, I'm yeah. here for the collective. Oh, wait. Also, we should name the people who listen to my podcast because supposedly that like gets people more involved in stuff. And I want to call them the collective because yeah. it's like a collective consciousness. And oh. so we're all having the same conversation and have the same thoughts and stuff because you're listening to the content. So like that collective consciousness is very important. But you're also sitting at the table. And so therefore, we're like a community. Yeah. So the collective. I'm like, I'd isn't it cute? It. I love yeah. it. I'm into it. I'm throwing my unrealistic <laughs> long ass weave in the back of my head. I'm so good at this. Mm -hmm. I love it. Gotta boost myself because who the hell gonna boost me? I think anyway, it's time to take a break. It is. I'm literally tangenting. <laughs> we will be back. And we're back with our break wrap up because dessert is a break and a wrap up of the evening. Always. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that was so funny and could not start <laughs> this recording. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I'm about to say, but this is going to come out my mouth anyway. Oh, gosh. So in the first episode, um, I mentioned my mood video was a fidget spinner video from Mac Does It. And I know, like, he's getting two shout, shout outs so far. Um, three, I guess, with your, like, the I Beyonce video. love him. Oh, my God. He's so expressive and creative. Um, and I really appreciate his videos. But I was going on a Mac does it rabbit hole today and one of them was mac reacting to anti-gay commercials and one his shout out to 2003 thinking that all queer folk have the same mind <laughs> like, that took me out and then it was like the more and more we watched the more and more i was like why is this like everything i'm thinking and he's just saying it out loud yeah I it was it was fantastic. We'll throw up a link, I'm assuming. Yes, we will definitely um, put a link in the description. But I think it's funnier the way that I was reacting to it. Like, I don't know why. I thought when he was pouring in those shots that he was pouring in shots of water. Like, yeah, in my head, it did not register. It, and I had to look at him and go, it's vodka. Like, I just didn't realize what he was doing. I was like, why does he have a small glass of water that he's pouring into the cup? Like... <laughs> I've never been that pure in my life. Like it was beautiful. Uh, oh, it was a moment to remember. And like when, so Mag does it. Is that his name? That's the YouTube name, I think. Yeah, Mag does it. Was talking about this one commercial <laughs> where the the person was talking about the way that you can get into God's gracious or Jehovah. Jehovah's, Jehovah's Paradise. Jehovah's Paradise. I think it was a Jehovah Witness commercial. I was screaming. Um, uh, you have to let go of the baggage. Yeah. So the the metaphor, the person <laughs> was trying to explain why queer people can't get uh. into paradise, and <laughs> she she did it by comparing it to someone trying to bring bring something bad with my own air quotes onto the airplane and so the guy like is going through the metal detector and just drops this bag and so mac does it just positive like so i just throw my queerness in a bag just drop it before the metal detectors and then boom 
paradise. Like, can I, can you, uh, <laughs> It was so, so funny because he was like, so, like, what do I do with my blackness? Just put it in a bag and throw it down. I'm like, like I got privilege. I was, I was like, like, done. <laughs> and so now every time I think about my life and, like, uh, something bad is happening to me because of one of my identities, I'm just going to be like, well, you know, I just have to throw it in a bag that everything will be okay. And then I can get to the metal, like I can go through the metal detectors. The now are the gates of heaven in my yes. mind. It's just a giant metal detector. And like somebody on the side of the gate, it has to be Bob the Drag Queen. It has to be Bob the Drag Queen with like a wand, like with one of those <laughs> magnetic wands. And be like, walk through. It goes off. Did you drop all your baggage? Nope. Okay, go back through. Drop all your baggage in the bed. Ba- okay. I'm going through the actual all right. airport with. Let's try it again. I'm gonna have to wand you now. There's some stuff in your pockets. Oh, so you thought you was gonna sneak in this queerness real quick? Okay, you gonna have to walk back through. Give it to me. Give it to me. Your Thank queerness you. doesn't fit in a four ounce bottle. That fits in a baggie. So you You said my queerness is not in. Wait! And. Oh! I've never. If anybody tries to tell me that the gates of heaven is anything but an airport security thing, I will not believe you. I need you to re. Like, rewrite the Bible to say that heaven is an airport security (laughs) check-in. Because that is the only way that I will believe it is true. I'm done. Done. Oh, my gosh. What? But I think it it got better and better because there was a Romney Ryan um, campaign video. And there's this angry white woman who just is like, I am upset. (laughs) Just... Queer people can ma- get married, and her husband's just like calmly going, "Yeah, <laughs> just like yeah. yeah, 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 yeah." Just I'm gonna vote for someone with values, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, "What?" And binders full of women. Don't forget that was that oh, was yeah. Romney with this. That was Romney. <laughs> I was like, it Romney? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like you look back and you like think about the president we have now mm-hmm. and you're just like this is the worst. And then you remember the things mm-hmm. that happened and you're just like you know, he's just the president and he's saying it. Yeah. But like the other candidates were just as much trash. Mm-hmm. But you know, I have a feeling that sometimes when you turn trash into recycling and like really flesh through it. You get some good in it. I'm trying to find some hope. I don't really have it. Like, our current president is a bag full of trash. But, like, some people have some recyclables inside of the trash can. Compost. Mm, Yeah, Mm -hmm. some composts and Mm -hmm. stuff. We can can come back from this. It's that 2018 mood for Aaron of revolution. Yeah, like, definitely. Like, more of those recycling bins need to stand Mm -hmm. up and join together. Get grab some compost, yeah. friends, mm-hmm. and we can get through this. Let's do it. But we have to realize that we can power through the trash by being very earth friendly, by yeah. being recyclable and compost. Trying to reduce our carbon footprint. 
I don't know what I'm talking about yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's great. We, <laughs> we were rolling with it. I was accepting it. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do this analogy. And then it's like, you, you know, know we how I feel it. about analogies. Yeah. I'm here for a good analogy. Yes. That's all I'm doing. We'll, we'll work on the trash one. Yeah, we'll get there. It'll be completely fully formed by the end of like January. I'm we'll sure make it of it. Yeah. We can make the swag. Bust out with it. And if it's not, you can also check out extra content at our Patreon. Look mm-hmm. at me. I'm so good at these shameless plug-like transitions. You got to. I'm so good at it. But yes, y'all, if you want to pay a hoe, mm. um, you need to go ahead and jump on to Patreon where you can get exclusive content from the Table podcast along with a special gift if you sign up high enough. Oh, hey. It's kind of dope. I feel like I'm going to give you that special gift simply for being my guest. Like, you are rolling with me for the long run. Like, Hell yeah. But we have to, this is a month long thing. I don't know how the rest of the universe or the listeners, the collective. The collective! Are uh, going to handle me, but I'll be around. Yeah, stick around. I mean, if yeah. you don't love, he- like, what was all that? Oh, I messed that all the way up, and it's fine. It We're just going to keep moving forward. Um mm-hmm. Definitely the social media will be down low in the description box. What? On whatever medium, what yeah. kind of what do you call those networks? Medium, maybe. medium that you wherever you're listening. This on. Yeah, yeah, that was a very much easier word. I stay being in this ac- academic ma- like mindset where I use words that I fully do not know the actual definition of. I used cognizant. <laughs> I use cognizant all the time, I but know, I can't. But I don't just... do it in like talking to people. But when I type it out, like, I use Cognizant. And so, mm-hmm. like, I type how I talk, and I'm like, why did I use Cognizant? I don't even use that word in real life. I said it. <laughs> I didn't type it. I said it. <laughs> but I can't say words. Like, mm-hmm. what is it? There's, like, certain words I just can't say. Same. But I can type the mess out of it. Yeah. <sighs> why am I like this? Anyway, y'all. We out this bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Deuces. Bye. Bye.